Welcome into the Real Kipper and Bourne Show, the Toronto Maple Leaf edition. Leaf spoil Kyle Dubas's return. We're going to get into that, but first and foremost, breaking news. Wherever you are watching and listening, Sportsnet 590, Sportsnet 360, and Sportsnet Plus from 4 to 6. We're glad you're aboard for the next two hours. Once again, before we get into the Leaf edition of our show, uh, breaking news, the Ottawa Senators have fired head coach DJ Smith. The Senators made the announcement a day after Ottawa lost its fourth straight to Vegas, 6-3. Jacques Martin, who previously served as the Senators' head coach, who joined uh, DJ Smith's staff recently as a uh, senior consultant, I think. advisor, consultant, yeah. is now taking over the team on an interim basis. It seems he has consulted. He His consultation has been received. Also added to the mix, Ottawa Senators' great Daniel Alfredson to the staff. So let's open it up to you, JB, first. Mm-hmm. Sammy McKee also on board. Derek Brandale, Jen Rolnick, we're all glad you're joining us. Uh, no real surprise here. How'd you guys make out on Friday without me before we find? <laughs> listen, <laughs> we listen, survived. The day you become more important <laughs> than this news. Hey, okay. I was at, I was at a, an establishment and they had it on TV with you two guys. And I was telling her, I was like, I'm usually on that show. I'm usually on that show. <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, okay, I, pal. Didn't. I didn't. Continue. <laughs> JB. Yes. Um, before we were rudely interrupted <laughs> yeah. by Sam's ego. <laughs> um, yeah, impossible to say surprised, right? The, there had been a building momentum for this. The only surprise is that it felt like... You know, Michael Andlauer just took over this team and spent a lot of money, 950 million US dollars, I'm not mistaken. It felt like if they were going to have some failure of a season, he wouldn't want to spend additional money to pay another coach. And hey, I was wrong. So it seems that they did well, did end up pulling the trigger and maybe they don't think it's too late on the year. The, the talk, guys, the last little while with Andlauer is stability and patience. And yeah. I mean... It doesn't feel that right now, and I'm not suggesting that he caved to, I guess, social public media, sentiment. public sentiment, whatever you want to say, but mm. they've, they've been calling for DJ's job for a while now out in Ottawa, and I guess maybe the feeling was, how long could he wait? Well, and you also have to weigh, if you're him, the cost of paying two coaches Versus how much are you losing the engagement of this fan base? Who wants this change? Who doesn't feel like the team is well coached enough? Uh, one of my good pals uh, is a Sens fan and listens to Ottawa radio every day and basically was saying that, you know, they hadn't been blaming DJ up until very recently. And now, like, it is pretty much consensus that he had been a big part of the problem. And at that point, if you're Lauer, I think you got to do something. So... They did something, and now they've brought in sort of a stopgap, right? doesn't feel like Jacques Martin is going to be the head coach of the Ottawa Senators in 2024-25, nor Alfredson, so it feels like a stopgap. Is he 71 turning 72 or 72 turning 73, and does that yes, it does. play a huge part? <laughs> it doesn't matter which number, one of those numbers, it doesn't matter. Does it, whatever it is, mm-hmm. is it just too far gone that – that they find a way to create some magic here, and he's comfortable that you would actually keep him. Reunited. 
I gotta say, Jacques Martin behind the bench, Alfredson, it feels like I'm in high school again. It's yeah. like, this is the team I hate. <laughs> On the way out, Alex Wong goes, is Patrick Laleem going <laughs> to yeah. play goal? Like, I feel... Or, or come back and be the coach, <laughs> yeah. the, the goaltending coach. I yeah. just feel like I get to hate my youthful team I hated the most all over again. They're just back. You know, Laleem... It's, it's great. I just... I mean, I get that he's a legend. I get all that. But at this point, at this, with this team... He hasn't coached... I've been head coach in 11 years. He was recently 71. with the New York Rangers. Yeah. And... There's some that suggested maybe, you know, even being part of the Rangers that it's just maybe time to hear a different voice. I mean, say what you will about 71. You know, like the running joke I have, like everyone, you know, parents and family and all that at 71. And I don't trust all of them to not lose their Netflix password. So, you know, maybe John Martin is sharper than some of my extended... I, but, yeah. you know, it's impressive if he is sharp enough. Boy, but it's a big I'll tell you ask what, after like, not being a head coach when, for 11 when, years. When my parents call me and tell me I can't get the TV on, <laughs> I cancel the rest of the day. <laughs> well, let me clear my schedule. Let to... me clear my schedule because we're going to be here we're gonna, we're gonna, a while. We're going to troubleshoot this. Yeah, technology is complicated matters. So, yeah, I Could mean, Albertson the, hasn't coached. How do I different... get my stuff off the cloud? Where's the cloud? <laughs> Can't help you. Yeah, so it's, you know, he's obviously an established hockey guy, defensive-minded, structured coach. Listen, hasn't been away from the game that long. Let's be honest. The okay. moment we heard Jacques Martin was coming back, this was... <laughs> my mom he, just texted me. He, oh, oh, no. <laughs> he, he was... He was on the on-deck circle. Like, you think so? Sorry, Mom. If you're Michael Anlauer, think about Jacques Martin now getting that first phone call for him saying, listen, uh, DJ needs some help here, and I need some help here, and you're a, a stable voice. You've got great history here. Come on in. Isn't my first question is, if you, if you fire him two weeks from now or a month from now, who's, who's taking over? Yeah. I think that's right? that's a relevant piece of information. That's that's the, that's the way I saw it. Like he knew, he knew there was a chance that this was going to happen. Everybody except maybe DJ knew. Uh, DJ, DJ knew too. That that that's listen. You you got a couple of weeks to straighten this out, and hopefully with it's with Jacques and you guys can get the team going, and or or else you're done and he's taking over. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's kind of a weird situation when you bring in a guy and say, this guy's here to be our consultant, and he's clearly there for your job. Yeah. Sort of an odd arrangement. Like, the question is, like, when Dorian got fired uh, a little bit into the season, right? Yeah. But, like, when you go to take over a team, if you're Ann Lauer, like, don't, aren't you kind of thinking, do we need a fresh start? Isn't that one of the early conversations? For sure. About, I mean, oh, this well, is Ann Lauer's worst nightmare, is that you're, you're uh, a rookie owner, and you don't make it to Christmas before you fire both two major placeholders in your organization. Well, how about this? Right? I don't know how comfortable or how far you want to go in this, but I know you were part of the process. Like, how would you guys have handled this? Like, it seems like it's a weird thing to go. Well, to we not- my my group knew that uh, that Pierre had 
multiple years on his deal still and DJ had one year left and he was looking for a new contract and he was sure very disappointed that he didn't have anything beyond this year. Mm-hmm. So well, he, a little choice do any of us have if you're in your last year of your deal, you're in your last year deal. You, you still work. have to work. You yeah. still want to collect your paycheck. You're not walking away from anything. You're not holding a gun to anyone's head. You're just going to play it out. But he was... He was looking for sure. And, you know, my, my group, we had conversations on short term and long term. And I mean, how do I phrase this? Uh, You know, if I had my way, like Patrick Waugh was going to start behind the bench this year for the Ottawa Senators. Oh my God, what? (laughs) I just said, if I had my way. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. If you were. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Patrick Waugh would have been the head coach of the Ottawa Senators. Oh man. That would have been a fascinating combination <laughs> with all the talent there. <laughs> well, that was an interesting piece of information. Yeah. I mean, it is um it is now for them. Like they it feels like they're they're going to be shopping for a guy and Wa is still available. There's Gallant, there's Barube. Do you think they'll hire someone? I, I think he's he's on the bench next game. That's the guy you think? Who? Daniel Alfredson. Do a Marty St. Louis? Ne- yes. Never been in a head coach? And just- yes. Yeah. This was kind of my thought, too, though. I if you even consider that. Well, yes. I the, thought he might be GM. The chain, the chain of command, right? Like, it's like you bring in Jacques Martin, who's the veteran coach who had him forever, knows him well. He's the guy that, like, sits there and is, like, is the coach, but you're grooming the next head coach. It kind of makes a ton of sense. Listen, for, for Daniel to go from a spot duty in Sweden and just wave and shake hands and kiss babies... Well, nobody kisses babies anymore. But. Well, they have to wear a mask and sanitize. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But that's one thing. Yeah. For him now to go day-to-day, like, don't go day-to-day if you don't have any aspirations, right? Yeah, okay, so I totally see your point. So like, okay, what, if you're going to be a part of the everyday, you might as well just be the guy. Why not Why not? I'll tell you why. look at Marty St. Louis and look at the stability that he's brought in. And yes, I get it. They're not ready to win now, the uh, Montreal Canadiens. But at the end of the day, neither were the Ottawa Senators this year. Can I tell you something? I think the idea of, hey, famous guy that is beloved in our organization, be the head coach, is disrespectful to the job that head coaches do. I think it assumes someone can just do it because they know hockey really well. I think there's a lot of you know how to communicate how to prepare uh you know all the different facets that go into coaching whether it is considering line matchups and zones and all the stuff as it happens i understand he's going to be the assistant coach with jacques martin there but i i just think it's a big ask to for a guy and i know marty st louis has done a fine job for the montreal canadians he had been involved you know i know at a much lower level but he had been doing some kids. coaching he's coaching his kids yeah i i just I think this team is, I, is ready to win. Hold on, let me finish. Yeah. The Montreal Canadiens have young people that were there to be developed, and Marty St. Louis made sense for them. Yeah. This team's supposed to win. No, I think there's still way more development, for sure, and maturity out of the Ottawa Senators. And I do agree with you. I'm not The rebuild's dis- over. Dorian I, told us. No, no. Uh, Go to their fans. Yeah, that's right. No. They told me no, they get better more. than the Leafs. There's more, and it's up to now Ann Lauer and Stales to... To, to say, okay, maybe we've got too many of the same 
and now we got to change it. Maybe yeah. one major trade, a little bit more experience. Maybe you give up a little bit of the future for the present. That's up to them to find that. But uh, I think they're not there yet. Mm-hmm. They're not there yet. But I, I don't disagree with you, JB, in terms of, listen, it's, there's a lot more than just putting a pretty face behind the bench and, yeah. and, and being a name. And I also think, you know, you don't trade for Claude Giroux and sign Tarasenko for a team that doesn't think they're competitive or trying to make playoffs but, now. But you can surround yourself with people, sure. and maybe Jacques Martin can mm-hmm. be that guy yep. to help him look for line matchups and, yep. and groom him. Towards. Maybe they flip their roles next year. Martin stays around. In or or maybe, of... may, yeah, maybe it's Jock that sticks around for a year and a half mm-hmm. while, while Daniel Alfredson gets his uh, feet wet. But I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't mind. I don't mind it if, if Daniel wants to really turn himself into a coach. It's scary. Then... It's scary for me, though. Like, you know, with Martin St. Louis, he wasn't, he never was like a legendary hab. You know, they, like you're just there was already the relationship that Al- Alfredson had with the Sens during the Melnick era. Oh, like what if it goes bad? Yeah, like I, it's you. Yeah, coaches get fired. You're right for sure. Like there is no <laughs> question that if Dylan Alfredson becomes the head coach of the Ottawa Senators, he will at some point be fired, and then you're souring the relationship again with your most legendary player. Ooh, that's a I, great take. I don't, I I don't like the former legend of the team taking over the team. Like I, I've never like loved that. So, I, I don't know. It's risky. Like mm-hmm. it, it, to me, just being like, "Hey, Craig Berube, you're the coach now." Yeah, is way more of like a straight line idea than be like developing one of your legends to be the head coach. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a big, it's a big reach. Ooh, what, what are they? A, a dozen points out of a, a wild card spot. I think they're chasing uh, maybe the Washington Capitals. They're, they're, they're chasing They're chasing every team. They're, I know, they're but, I know, but what place. is it to a, a, a wild card spot? A dozen points? I'm going to do by points percentage. They are second last. And, yeah, in raw points, they're 11 points back. Is that too much to overcome here? Is this about? Check that. They uh, are 12 points. Is there enough time to get them back in the race? Yeah, what do I know? I had Edmonton almost written off at American Thanksgiving. Not almost. Yeah. We both said they were dying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. no almost yeah. involved there, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Not just shoveling dirt Bad on take. the tombstone is planted. Oh, we are going to welcome in Elliot Friedman uh, at the top of the hour, Hockey Night in Canada, 32 Thoughts, to dive more into the Ottawa Senators and uh, their future, short and long term. And we'll continue that conversation uh, throughout our show. In the meantime, Leafs Hour. Leaf edition of our show. Kyle Dubas' return. Not so rosy. <laughs> you don't look so happy about it. <laughs> Seven nothing. Uh, that everything's great. Oh. Was a shellacking. Could it have gone any worse if your Dubas coming back into the building? Could no a one. thing have gone any worse outside of like an injury to Crosby? I said on Saturday night that, you know, Bertuzzi gets three points. Domi gets three points. Gregor scores. Martin Jones shut out. Like, all these guys that for living signs goes yeah. out there and dominates the team that, you know, it's just it's a tough one for him. It was a tough night. But a great night for Toronto Maple Leafs and their fans. Yeah. That is the most complete and thorough beatdown since we've had a show together, I think. Yeah, I, 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 I was there. I 
Oh, you oh, were there? You went? Yeah, I went. I went. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to be in the building. There was a buzz. The sense was that that Pittsburgh has not been great lately. There, this was a game. Quote me last week on this show yeah. saying they stink and Malkin's yeah. washed. <laughs> <laughs> and just the Kyle Dubas factor. You would have thought, and I, I don't know. I, I don't think I can ever recall our general manager putting money on the board. Oh, but this guy did. He, I'm, I'm sure, sure he had some message to his players. Boys, I really want this one. But Kip, further to that, you know, incentivized for the GM or not, that was their dad's trip. They oh. played like that in front of their dads. Oh. <laughs> what yeah. a tough night. So, oh. yeah. so yeah. You were in the building. Yeah. They didn't they didn't do anything? They didn't put up anything on the board. They didn't nothing on the video that I saw or nothing. All I all you got at the end of the night was the dubious chance from the crowd. Yeah. So one by Felicia clip they played in the Jumbotron and as, that was it. You know, as the Which is really strange and I found kind of Bye, Felicia. sad to be honest with you. I Oh, he ahead. became politically pol- polarizing. Yeah, but he was also the general manager for the team for six years, and they set points records, and they were really good for the pretty much his entire tenure. Like I'm not Mr. Dubas, as you guys know here, but I think they probably should have put up a thing for him, no? Maybe they didn't want to give a chance to I boom. I think things got personal. It got too bad. Towards the end. I mean, to you me... think? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> politically I correct. I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but things got personal. Towards the end. But don't you think it's... I think it's a pretty big statement Dude, the to I- not do anything. The Islanders gave Tavares a congratulations on their Jumbotron. Like, that's clearly upper upper management. You know where I'm going with this being like, mm-mm. No, we're not doing that. Right? <laughs> it's ugly. I, it's just ugly. Yeah. Yeah. So... Can we have a quick chat about Matthew Nyes looking like the best power forward in the NHL? Okay, why? <laughs> I, I, Joking, but... I didn't think the attention was strong enough for the Gordy Howe hat trick for Matthew Nyes. Has there been one hey, for I got, the Leafs in years? Would you like to know who had the last one? Yes. Okay, hold on. How long ago? 2015. You have, oh. It's not in your lineup. 2015. Oh, it's here? Oh, I don't want to look. Yeah. It's a crazy name. Yeah, I would never have guessed. Yeah, it's Daniel Winnick. I would never have guessed Daniel. Daniel Winnick is the last Maple Leaf with a Gordie Howe hat trick on February 1st, 2015. How about, I mean, first off, the goal was unbelievable. You talk about, like, start on time, whatever. The way he's moving his feet around that corner, backhand shelf, like, that was... It was, it was, uh, like, we expect that out of Austin Matthews. Yes. Like, among the best players in the league, that's an elite goal. And then to stick up for Domi, I, I mean, and it wasn't like one of those flurry grappling, a glove comes off, he gets a fight, and he fought the guy. Like, yeah, he, threw and the, guy, he fought a guy who fights a lot, too. He threw the gloves to the ice and was throwing punches. And for not yes. even, it was kind of nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, the uh, hit was like it nothing. Like he wanted yes. he used to, to get in a fight. I, I, I loved it. I loved it. I thought you might. For <laughs> so many different reasons, and one of them is because the fan base is starving. For for that, yeah, we have a lot. You of- know what it is for me. Oh, what it is for me is 
it just shows you that he will. That's all I need. Like, you know, Gregor fought at some point this year, and it's like, okay, there's a point where if things are bad enough, he will. Whereas, you know, years of watching Willie Nylander at 6'2", 210, like he's just he's no. not going to. They have certain guys who just will not. So nice to have another guy who will. Okay, on that note, we let's got, start. We got lots of fight clips. Let's start our first Kippers Clipper of the Week on the man of the hour Saturday night, Matthew Nyes, on his fight. Uh, feels good, you know. I don't think um, you know, I'm going to the game looking looking to do that, but uh, it just happened. And, um, yeah, I think Domi went down. I just didn't really like the play. And, um, yeah, I think it's it was just uh, necessary for me to step up and because um, I just really didn't like uh, how he went down there. How many boats have you had in your fighting career? Uh, that will be the first one of my career. So, <laughs> yeah. Then in college? No. Nope. You got a cage on, so you can't really get into anything too serious. But yeah. So, that's first of all, how old is he? Twenty-one. That sounds like a. Isn't he? That sounds like a thirty-eight-year-old person speaking. <laughs> He's a big person. <laughs> that does not sound He's like, twenty-one. Yeah, that does not sound like a twenty-one-year-old person. Yeah, actually, he just turned twenty-one two months ago. That's. I'm watching Saturday night still a man-child. Yes. Okay? And He's not even scratched the surface, I think, on on how big and strong he will all, be. All these guys, they talk about the Leafs trading for, and we go, you know, this guy might be a chip. Like, to me, he's like a non-chip. Like, he's you cannot trade this oh, guy. He none. will kill you for years. No, it's a absolute no-fly zone yeah. with considering <laughs> trading him. Um, the second clip to me... Yes, is, this is the one I'm really interested yes, in hearing yes. on Matthew Nyes and how much he likes to fight. Uh, just fine, honestly. I kind of like blacked out a little bit. I just wanted it to, I don't know, I just wanted to, to get as much off as I could. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it's, a, it's a cool feeling, I guess, to get that adrenaline rushing. And um, but yeah. So he liked it? <laughs> did more, they, did he more create than a, I do, I can create, tell you that. Create a bit of a monster, perhaps? Well, it's interesting you should say that because as someone that's been through this process, once you kind of step in that area, Mm -hmm. you've made a bit of a commitment on being that type of guy. And everybody's got short memories. It's the next one Mm -hmm. that is going to tell the tale here so how willing will you be in other situations and how will other situ how will other teams now treat you like whether or not you're going to be that guy who really tries to pick and choose when he wants to go in or when not to go in or what happens when he gets challenged now like you can't have you, be part do, of his repertoire do you want do you want a guy like this doing it once a month or, you know, sometimes it's just the threat of Mm -hmm. doing it that can be enough or helpful. Like where is that, that spot, that sweet spot for Matthew Nyes to now turn himself into a power guy who can also look after business if business needs to be taken care of. I think if you just play hockey with no intent of fighting, there are, a few times a season where you want to fight, like where you just are so mad and it just comes up, someone hits a, like it just comes up. 
that's enough for me. If those two, three times a season he wants to do it, that would be great. You know, you still want the guy to try to score 30 times and get you 80 points and do all that sort of stuff. That would be fine. I'll ask you to this guy. This is something I've noticed in the last two weeks. Feels like a guy that's like kind of noticing how big and strong he is over the past two yeah. weeks. Like I've seen like a material change in him almost. We're seeing him throwing the body a little bit more. Yeah. Seen him just leaning on guys. He gets in a fight. I hope he's got a little bit of that mean streak in him. I, I really do. And I, I think he can be smart in picking and choosing his spots. But he's he's going to get challenged a little bit more now moving forward. You think? And I, I don't know how he's going to handle that or what he's how he's you know going to want to handle that. Do you? Do you? It's not even close to how it was in my era. No. But it's still out there as little as the, the, there is out there. You don't want to be also a guy who, you know, is constantly turning down, right? Yeah. To the point where, yeah, yeah. you know, there's, I'm just saying that there's a fine line. But I'm looking for the model of who we're talking about here. For like the type of guy that exists in the league whose role is to contribute offensively, play top six, yeah. but also do that. And Tom Wilson is where everyone's head goes. Gold standard. But he's like a 50-point guy, isn't yeah. he? Like, that's like a ceiling type of year for him. You know, maybe. Brady whatever. Kachuk. Sure. I mean, Brady But Kachuk. he can't fight like Brady. Yeah. Well, he, cannot, he can't. Or not, maybe he can, and he doesn't know it yet. Yeah, Brady's off his rocker. In a good way. Yeah, I love that, Brady Kachuk. We say. all love him on the show. I don't think Nyes' wires cross like Brady's cross. No. But, like, so, okay, Brady Kachuk's a good example of someone who you'd say, Okay, can you score 30-plus, whatever, and also be that guy? I mean, they're unicorns. Like, maybe Matthew Kachuk's a better example for him. I actually think that's more accurate. How many times Matthew Kachuk fight a year? Twice? Know. But he gets 100 points? Did he, uh, did he fight four times last year? I can look that up for you. Five yeah, times? But that's the type of thing. Like, it's, they're Listen, so rare. For they me, exist in the Kachuk family and nowhere else. Kachuk. For me, it's just... The threat sometimes of just knowing that someone on the ice someone will. W- will be willing to cross that line. The Leafs have not had that. No, at least from their position up front, they've but, always tried to get. Uh, you know, if it was Matt Martin or uh, Clifford or now yeah. Ryan Reeves, but can you get someone Who's on the ice on the ice in a power? top six yeah. to play that type of game. Which is why I say he's so untradeable for me, given what the Leafs have lacked and given what a you know unique player yeah. he, he could be for them. Um, we have lots more it, clips though. on I Absolutely loved it. Kachuk has fought twice so far this year. No, how about last year, though? I'm looking up here in 22, three, four times. Like yeah. That's kind of what we're looking yep. at as a Versus, tops for nice. Yeah. Raffle, yeah. Klingberg. Yeah, he's not fighting Reeves. Uh, Marchment. Uh, He doesn't fight a ton. Yeah. But just here and there. Hopefully that's what Nyes is like, too. Do you want to hear his teammates and Keith talking about him? Yeah, let's go to Keith. Do you want to hear on on his game or on the fight? Fighting. Who cares about his game? (laughs) (laughs) Clip three on what does Nyes fighting tell you? I think just just this commitment to the group, you know, uh, quite honestly, I, I didn't see exactly initially what was going on down in the corner there, so I didn't know exactly how it started. But just to see how, you know, in his first ever fight comes 
not for anything to do with him. It's just he didn't like what was going on with Max, and he steps in and then leads to the fight, and, and he's, he's, he's right there and stands his ground. It's part of the game. Yeah, I think he's a big, strong, physical guy that um, I think has the ability to really assert himself in more ways than just what we saw um, in, that, in that fight, in that skirmish. But you see the goal that he scored just to get us started in the game. That's to me. That's the complete package that he has the ability to to uh, to grow into um, in terms of being a, a physical force. And I think that's really where you know the sort of the the next phase of his development is. There you go. That's what we were talking about. Nah, uh, Domi lost another tooth on that play. He's Did gonna, he have any? Left? I mean, he's going to be able to eat Mentos with his jaw clamp shut. And just slide him in. <laughs> he's got nothing left up there. Did uh, that? That did feel like. It it was a total team effort. Like I, I listen, the, the Leafs have been on a hot run, but there's there hasn't been that too many game. There hasn't been too many wins this year that it's felt like it was one to twenty in the lineup compared to like yeah. four guys, four of their top guys Very carrying true. them again. I mean, Max Domi, that was his best game as the Toronto Maple Leaf. I love the back check on Marner's goal. Like, he catches a guy from behind, lifts his stick, turns it over for Robinson, or Robertson, who sauces one in for Marner. That, to me, from Domi, like, tracking, working back defensively, that's the, the stuff where he's going to take criticism. And, obviously, he did all the other stuff. The goal he scored was also, you know, pièce de resistance, yeah. beautiful type stuff. I said that that's the nicest goal the Leafs have scored all year. From the, Matt, from the Martin Jones sauce to the through-the-legs pass from Marner, the kick up from Nyes to the pump fake finish. It was like, oh my God, that was a full team effort. The Leafs. Ashamed. Yeah, <laughs> they were so bad. The Leafs record since 2016 without Austin Matthews in the lineup is kind of mind boggling 34, 19, and 3. Yeah. Well, they have a lot of good players. Well, and that's, you know, a little bit worse than their record over the years, right? Like they've been a good team for years the, now. Th- there, was a, there was a buzz when it was announced or when everybody found out that no Austin and no TJ Brody Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And it was like, a Oh, but I wonder if, if we saw a lineup really nervous and scared that this game could get away from them because they don't have right. Austin. In I th- it. I think and I, I think I, no I think passengers thing, no passengers, but Hey, no one has to go and replace 34. Just, play a sound game at both ends of the ice, and we'll be fine. They, yeah. they do look different. Like, I know it's Austin Matthews, duh. They look different. But they do feel like a very different type of team when he doesn't play. Like, it's a very – I don't know how to explain it. I guess everybody just kind of elevates a yeah. bit. Like, I, I think – Marner here, I had it somewhere. He has – 63 points in 54 games. You summed it best earlier in the year where sometimes you just watch them win or lose. It feels like team A and a team B. Mm -hmm. And there was no team A or team B Saturday night. Yeah. No, you had every guy pulling in the same direction. The Leafs now. Remember last year we talked. There's a point this year where I think you were saying, you know, the year before they got really hot in November. And I don't know they're going to be able to go on one of those runs. In the last 15 games, the Leafs are 10-1-4. and Yeah. You know, like uh, the numbers underlying stuff aren't as good over that time, but they're just finding ways. And that was their most complete victory, minus a lot of good players. They do have a different feel about them. I don't, like, I think they aren't quite as good, clearly defensively. Yeah. But they do have, like, a sort of 
I, it's hard to quantify. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe you guys can feel it better, but it's just maybe they're better offensively. They score more. They're just the different types of guys than they've had in the past years in the bottom six, but they just feel different to me, and I don't know how to quantify it. What about you? Okay, let's take a quick break okay. here, yeah, sure. and we'll get into that after the break, including uh, tomorrow night, New York Rangers in town. Mm-hmm. Who's in that, boys? Uh, boy, we'll answer we that after the break. More me. real Kipper and Bourne. Don't go away. Fresh views on everything in the National Football League. It's the Fan Checkdown with Matt Marchese and Donovan Bennett. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee. Talking Leafs, shellacking, Pittsburgh Penguins. And now they're getting ready to face the New York Rangers, another team that maybe... Has a long memory on their last game in Madison Square Garden where kind of felt a little bit like Saturday night where the Leafs completely took over the game. And I think that was uh, the night they, they showed all the dads doing the, the dance. Eh? Oh, they were having a good time. They were having a really good so, time. So Papa Poppy was having a good time. <laughs> Shots. Um, so it's funny because the next week they play two teams that they just played. Right, so they play two, tomorrow against the Rangers, and then Saturday against Columbus. Actually, Saturday they, night. they play Columbus twice more before the New Year. And so Keith actually got asked about that, about playing it, and he kind of gave an uh, interesting answer on playing the same teams. Over, you want to hear that clip we eight? Do. Yeah, let's go. Yep. Clip yeah, eight. I think it's I think it's good. Um, I like that. I mean, you used to get that a ton of the American League, you know, back to back in the same weekend, or or um, or. Uh, you see them again the next week and you see them with such regularity. I think it adds a little extra to it. The preparation is that much easier, which is a nice thing to have in the NHL. You know, when you've got 31 teams to prepare for, um, to have it where it's a little bit shorter turnaround to get prepped. And then you've got some adjustments to make from what you did the previous time out. So there were some things we talked about here today that we felt we didn't do very well when we were in New York. And, and uh, it gives us time to, to make those adjustments and be that much more ready tomorrow. Yeah, they're going to have to be ready because the Rangers will come out a lot harder. Good Lord, yeah. By the way, as a video coach, what a delight to replay the same team. You just point to your old work and go, uh-huh, you like? Um, so basketball changed to doing it like the baseball style where you play, you, like, go to a city and play the same team twice, or they'll, you'll go to their city and play. I'd love them to do that in hockey. just feels like in hockey, it just people, they get pissed, and it, it adds to... I just basically want to see more anger in hockey. Yeah. So if you're playing the same team two what nights a in a row... three-day weekend. It just... Well, bang the, them out. That's a game. I do think, though, that there is a real problem there, how you're a very different team at different points of the season, right? Like a post-trade deadline or before mm. or with, you know, suddenly Matthews is hurt and you have to play Boston three times in a row or, you know, whatever. It's Tough like, break. Well, sure. And well, that, they're better without Matthews anyway. Pe- people so. do say, oh, my God. <laughs> I, people do say, um, you know, that sort of thing would even out over time or whatever. But I, I like the idea that you spread it out. Okay. All right, where do you want to go? Depth, defense, or goaltending on goalies. some of our clips? Goalies. We got to go goalies. Okay. Yeah. We've got what 40, do you do? We've got 40 minutes here. We haven't talked about the goalies. Who's, who's starting tomorrow night against the New York Rangers? Ilya Samsonov should start. <laughs> yeah, I got Martin Jones starting. I, I can't put him back in the net right now, buddy. 
what is There's what are some, we no. working towards There's here? There's some really ugly goals against Columbus. You, you are the exact guy I know who tells me that the regular season doesn't doesn't matter. They're going to get their points. Why are we grinding? No, you think Jones no. is going to be this much no, better no. than him? Uh, you, you're, you, he's excluded from that conversation. He's Martin ex- Jones is no Samsonov okay. is excluded from the. You know why we? They're going to get their points. They're yeah. going to make this. Like, you got to ask Fuck yourself how much time is it going to take me to get this guy where I need him to be. And you got to find out because you're running out of it. I know. He's got to play. Yeah. He's, you got to figure out if but, he can do it or not. If he can't do but, it, but then it wave bye bye. It doesn't mean also throwing him back into uh, you know the pit. It means like good practices. It means you know getting himself into a, a good, healthy mindset. Which listen, he his biggest challenge. He's he's an athletic, talented goalie. Mm-hmm. His battle. Is between the ears. Not this again, old Martin, old uh, Campbell. Yeah, yeah. and I get, they're they're giving him ample time. They've given him half a season. They've given him thirteen games. You know, it's <sighs> thirteen games over two and a half months, two months and change. I, you know, my thought on this: you zoom out. Okay, Mart, what happens if the guy plays good or bad? What happens if this guy plays good or bad? Okay, Martin Jones plays good. Was he your goalie now? Is that you're content with Martin Jones? You're going to trade Samsonov? He's going to be your backup? Okay. Let's listen to the coach talk about Martin Jones, and then you can reframe what you say about Martin Jones. Let's there. have it. Okay. He was so calm and relaxed in there tonight. I mean, you know, on a night like this tonight, <clears throat> score being what it is, and, you know, it's one of these nights where almost everything's going your way offensively. Um, talked about this the other night like you're down five nothing the other night it's to me it's not as bad as the scoreboard shows there's still good things happening and when you're up big like we were tonight it's not as good necessarily as the scoreboard shows there's still lots of stuff coming our way at our net and goaltender has to be really sharp otherwise the game can start to change a little bit momentum's changing he didn't allow that to happen he was just so calm and and relaxed in there and that just made everybody else just start to feel that much better you know about themselves and their game Calm. To me, that's right. what he keeps talking about. And it's like, I think... And it's uncalm with Samsonov. Yeah. You guys jo- are trying to win the game Saturday. I'm trying to win the cup. Yeah, but you're not going to win the cup with Samsonov Sorry, anyway. I'm talking about Tuesday, whatever. Yeah. You're going to win the cup. It's about banking as many points as you can bank until Joe Wall's healthy. This is a massive swing, then, in what this show has set as a precedent and a priority for this goaltending tandem. Well, you I, know, like if it's now we're grinding out points and hanging on for Joe Wall, we've completely changed what this season was. Yeah, I'm broken. Which uh, was like a 50-game Samsonov, 30-game uh, Wall to start the year. I'm broken. Now he's gone. Broken. I, I, I think that's a distant memory right now. You are. Okay. You are. I'm uh, content with listen, that explanation. I, I am not. If it's over, it's over. I'm not. But no, but I'm not there yet. I'm not, I'm not necessarily kicking him to the curb. I'm not writing him off. Mm. But it's it's changed now in terms of uh, what your game plan is between today and moving forward, and how much of a how long how long are you willing to wait, like right up until the trade deadline with Samsonov? Yeah, no, I want to know sooner, a lot sooner. See, I do too. Doesn't mean necessarily he starts against the New York Rangers, mm-hmm. but you know there needs to be a a. Div- a, uh, a line that needs to be drawn 
And if he doesn't hit it, then sorry, but yeah, time for a different direction. I, yeah, but no, no, do you want? Do you want? Do you envision uh, Martin Jones playing fifty percent of the games moving forward? No. That uh, that uh, that Wall's, Wall's, Wall's not available. Like you want to? Well, no. Switch them out, one in, no, one out. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, Martin Jones to me is here to be the third string guy to come in and serve capably in a game where your team dominates, like they did against Pittsburgh. It was perfect. You know, he he, he racked up wins for Seattle. He got a lot of wins, but his numbers weren't that pretty. You know, like he, he actually they weren't even good at all, which is why he's in the American League. I just watching him play, I can get why a coach would just keep putting him in there, mm-hmm. right? Like, the, the way he looks in there versus what Samsonov looks like. It's like, yeah, if you, he's probably going to let in three goals or four. Like, it's not going to be necessarily like it, the numbers. He's just so calm. That's it what it like is. Sheldon he was so calm. One, one game without calm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I want calm all the time. This reminds me of the conversation of a guy like Nick Robertson or pick your young guy that you're developing, and should he play – 15, 16, 17, 18 minutes to develop. Even if he's not playing well, you give him the opportunity to work through it and whatever, which is kind of the Samsonov guy here. Or, you know, do you think they should have to figure it out and wait for their opportunity and whatever else? I guess it depends where you sit on that sort of stuff. I don't know what Samsonov is going to do. Maybe in practice, have a great day and show you, okay, he's ready now. Buffalo later this week. Mm-hmm. Columbus Saturday. Columbus Maybe more Saturday. of an opportunity to get a win and get him feeling good. I, you know, you can sell me on that. Say you're afraid of a Just, Ranger good, shellacking. Like, I'm not there watching practices, but somebody is. Like, yeah. look good, create good energy. I will say the things I read about him in practice, and excuse me for forgetting who is tweeting this, but, um, you know, like hanging his head between shots and like really trying to pump himself up and just struggling. So, oh. yeah, I know. But that to me means like, okay, if we can't use them, we can't use them. Let's figure it out sooner than later. And anyway. To, like we talk about the true living off season. This is the smartest part of the true living off season. Not giving Samson off three by five. Like forget everything else. Like talk about Domi, Bertuzzi, whatever positive thing you want to say. I mean, there's the negative parts too. But not giving him multiple years is looking like an absolute stroke of genius. Well, Unless you think that's the reason why you his know, psyche was met sure. fragile to start. Sure. The you can have thing, that too. The other thing that uh, someone mentioned to me Saturday night at the game was how hard uh, arbitration was on him. Yeah. I had a couple of people tell like, me that too. Okay. We've all been there. You know, they tell us we stink. We don't deserve this. We don't career. deserve that. that all the time. It's great. But... <laughs> Once it's over, it's over, and it's just business. Yeah. But some are saying that it it really b- bothered him. It it affected him because he thought he could maybe end up with a a decent long term deal off of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I'm just speculating here. But you gotta you gotta file that away. You gotta tuck it in a cupboard and just play now. Just play. But Stop a puck. You're, but you're... Yeah, just move on. You're right, though. From And just to your point, you think about what it cost him. Mm-hmm. Like, if he has a multi-year contract, it's one thing, he got the money, but now there's all this pressure on him, and it's Not going, going well, sideways. Well, yeah. And what's it look like now next offseason? 
Yeah, I don't know. You're, you know, struggling. You're a PTO. Like you're somewhere. looking at 750 here. Okay. You can't think like you, Sammy, right now if you're him. Just well, I know. You're playing feels like for he your is. practice. <laughs> yeah, it feels Just like he is. Have a good yeah. practice yeah. and build off of it. You got to plant a seed and you got to you got to you got to grow. Because right now you're not you're not growing right now, and you can't even think about next year. Think about your practice today and think about possibly starting against Buffalo and do not think about anything else. You yeah, are practice. not allowed. You're not allowed. Yeah, I like that. That's the coaching he needs. But I'm sure, I mean, that's probably not going to work. No. Can't if, just tell if someone, he's this, if don't he, worry has never once worked as a piece of advice. If he's this phased by it, he's thinking he's about phased. it. And, yeah, I don't think, I think he goes Jones tomorrow against the Rangers. Sammy Thursday, and then are you putting Samsonov back in there to place a team that just put five on or six on him? Yes. To, okay. to me, it's just like Sammy. For revenge. Sammy. It's Sammy, 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 then Merry Christmas. If he didn't play well in those games, we'll find someone else. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Play the man. He's a goalie. He's not a Fabergé egg. Put him in the net. I, I disagree. Well, clearly. I just, I watched that. I mean, I didn't have a chance to come in here and talk about the craziest Leafs game of the year after on the Thursday. But he was brutal in that game like there's four goals that went in there just like no, those should not go the in. one that went through his shoulder should not go in yeah and it's just like he hasn't it's a big enough sample size here now where you're like okay it's bad I, yeah. it's really bad i just hate I, all you can do is slag on him but it's just yeah. at some point here it's the nhl yep need some saves are we okay the lily pad is back 20 minutes yeah mckay pro. seems uh, a little bit more Comfortable these days. Cabe is blossoming. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I love this guy. He looks like the guy they hoped he would be last year and never really found it. That 15-game run where they're 10-1-4 that I told you about, that started with McCabe's return. Coincidence, really? maybe, yeah. I think it's been clearly the best stretch of his least career, yeah. and I can't imagine having him having many better stretches in his career than he's had right, right. now. I would say this is it. What did you uh, make of, uh, I think... Mitch Marner had, I don't know, a minute in the third period. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't play much. Uh, he got he got completely shut down, I think. Yeah, I think the uh, – I saw the power plays there rolling out. Yeah. Like, Gregor got a goal, a power play goal yeah, at one but point. Like, honestly, I, I don't think he had more than a minute yeah. in the third period. Love which... it. Love it. You, we've whined on the show a million times yeah, I know, about I them know, having but, too much but, ice like, time. Uh, but you kept playing Nylander and Tavares. Don't you want to shut those guys down too? I don't know. No? Those guys play 19 minutes. Mitch someone, plays 25. Someone needs to play. And I think for Mitch, yeah. a guy that plays. Why well, he's playing 10 minutes in the third period against Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Which we yeah. all said was so ridiculous. Can, it is game dependent. Yeah. You know, like it's not personal. You know, I think it's just how do we yeah. utilize this guy. I don't guy. know though. I mean, I'm not sure I would have liked to have been completely sitting there without anything. Yeah, no, I bet he hated it. He, he could have had, yeah, probably. I bet he hated it, but that's you know, he, he played fifteen thirty six. When's the last and time imagine, he played fifteen thirty six? In the first two periods, imagine yeah. Mitch Marner goes out there up six nothing, gets yeah. hurt, and we turn his microphone on the next oh, day. Oh my what about Willie? god! What about Willie getting hurt? We'd be saying the same thing. What's uh, he doing out there? I don't know. I don't think Mitch is the same class as but, Willie. Do you? Do you think they should be paid the same? <laughs> but he, he's going to make more than Marner. He's going to get well, Marner's, Marner's next contract. Yeah, I know, yeah. but he's gonna pass. He's gonna pass Marner. Is that still? Hey, uh, Nylander's last five games: two points, two points, two points, two points. 
So to me, he Kipper, is. He's just as valuable now. But it's not hot. It's not football, according like, to them. According to them, right? I'm watching the Bills Cowboys yesterday, and Dak Prescott's still in the game. They're up. The thir- uh, Bills are up thirty-four to three. I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. Like it's like you can clearly just there's another guy that can go in there and play. Yeah. When you, I'm, you know, like you should take it as a compliment to Marner. That the coach felt that he's so important oh, listen, to the team. I, I'm, I'm fine then, with him no, backing off. I'm <laughs> fine with backing him sure? off. I just don't know if I... Like, you might as well just tell him to go take a shower if you're not going to play me. Yeah, get a get a early jump on the night. You know, right? you just beat just beat Dubas' Penguins. Saturday so. night. See you later. No, I I couldn't care less about that. Sorry, Kippy. Do we want to hear about what worked for the defense? Yeah. For the Leafs, no? You're, you know, yeah, none of that sort of yeah, stuff? Bobby McMahon, no one's excited for yeah, my boy? Yeah, Team McMahon over here? Let's give Bobby McMahon a little love from the coach. How's that sound? How about uh, my boy uh, Holmberg making uh, an appearance again? Pontus in the mix. He's yeah. back. Look pretty good. Team wins. We're going to have to trade somebody. Holmberg, Robertson. Robertson, nice pass. they gotta, they, they got to move somebody. Somebody, it's something... And one of those guys, or it's those guys yeah. in a, I don't know, a draft pick. Yeah. But it's, somebody's. You, they, they need to boost some values here. Okay, quick McMahon. Oh, no, where oh, are we? Late. Oh, we're too what late. We do? missed it. No, I just, I thought it was an awesome reaction for him. Yeah, he was he's really a, excited. He's a 27-year-old guy. He's been in the, he's in oh. the minors. Get your first NHL goal. We're going to play it tomorrow. And that big, big, great Sally, he was fired up. Good pass by uh, Bertuzzi, too. Had a good point, good game. Bertuzzi, three points. yeah, three points. That was, yeah. All right. No guests to thank today. Just the three of us. Oh, we, thank we, you. we do have another hour. How was your uh, now? I, I was just. We lost eight two. I was, I was joking around. Yeah. You're very valuable. Okay, you're, good. you're news newsworthy. Good. We lost, and, and we were fine without you. By the way, we good. were fine without. By the way, you. we're doing we about Owen Sam. Yeah, yeah, I do we. We lost eight two. Uh, I saw our boy Jason Bukla had a beer with him. Nice beauty. Okay, we're not going away. We go national next. Elliot Friedman firing in Ottawa. When we return.